hello, hello, it's Ryan. And Sam. Welcome to Molly's Crisis, a Katie Keen Recap Podcast. My name's Ryan Bloomquist. My name's Sam Gold. We are so excited to be going on this journey with you guys. We're talking about Katie Keen, the newest show on the CW. Sam, I don't know if there's ever been a show more suited for two people. No, this is like literally Sex and the City, current, but like you and me and us. Yeah, so we used to host a podcast called River Dish, which was a Riverdale recap podcast. We even wrote the book, River Dish, The Unauthorized Case Files of Riverdale. Which is still very much on sale, Amazon, everywhere books are sold. Please buy it. Yeah, if you guys watch Riverdale, if you've ever watched Riverdale, uh, it's a fun read. I heard from somebody that I work with now saying, it's really good. So that's high praise. Wow, that's glowing. That's a glowing review. Uh, but as as much as we loved Riverdale, uh, Sam and I, we took a moment to reflect, and uh, we knew Katie Keene was coming, and we saw Katie Keene, and we said, wait, we really think this is what we are, are meant to be doing and talking about. Yeah, and we did what so many millennials do this day. We just, you know, we pivoted, and now we're here. Doing a Katie Keen recap podcast. Yeah, not only are we here, we're here in New York City, babe. Uh, you might hear some rumbling going by. We're in Sam's new apartment. Yes. Uh, listeners of River Dish might remember our River Dish loft, which was on the Lower East Side, not too far away where you live. No, but uh, now you can. But it was the sixth floor walk up. We talked about it quite often. Mm-hmm. It, it was lovely. We are now in Long Island City. We're like. <laughs> we're coming out to the burrows now. Yeah, we're really just like, we're exploring all of New York, and there is literally an elevated train outside my window, so Ryan is singing every time we see it. Yeah, I'll try to avoid doing it, but I'm sure it will happen maybe six times an episode. Yeah. We'll but you see. know what? It reminds us of the beautiful, gorgeous show, Katie Keene. Yeah, I think it's kind of appropriate. It is. So Sam and I have seeing Katie Keene, the pilot, uh, that's not what we're talking about in this episode, but Sam, what were your initial thoughts in seeing it? Oh my God, Ryan, I just, I'm still like recovering from my squeeze marks, like squeezing our hands together because the show really hit home. It's really like a love letter to New York and like finding yourself and just exploring like who you want to be and who your friends are to you. My voice just cracked in that. <laughs> that's how much I feel about this. I feel really like connected to the show. What about you? Yeah, so we went to the world premiere, mm-hmm. a, a world premiere, at least to our knowledge, at the uh, Tribeca Film Festival, which was great. Uh, the whole cast was there, so we had a Q&A with them after. It's just exciting being there. I mean, some of the first people to ever see this project. It was thrilling. It was also thrilling to learn, like, some of the characters that are, like, hot in America on the show are, like, British in real life, and that makes them even hotter. Oh, my God. You know. I mean, that's uh, special. Former listeners know how I'm a sucker for an accent. Yes, you are. Ryan. Or an old character actress, which we do have in the show. We have multiple. So, so Ryan and I so started sign getting Sign him up. Yeah. We started getting excited because the cast got revealed and like, you know, the, the, the main cast is stellar. We got Lucy Hale. We got Josie. We got some others that we'll go through. But then we have these guest stars that are going to pop up on the show. Oh my God. Already it's crazy. Oh Bernadette Peters, Daphne Rubin Vega. Uh, Nathan Lee Graham, he's not even a get you. Like he, I think he's gonna be in most episodes. Oh, me too. Uh, tons of Broadway people. Both Sam and I, uh, if you don't know us, we're both in the creative fields. Uh, Sam went to film school. Yes. And now, uh, and now I work for a nonprofit, so I'm like a Charlotte York. And Ryan yeah, went to about a pivot. I went to theater school, yes. which was a great investment. <laughs> Still like maybe doing theater, figuring life out, just like. 
Katie Keene herself. Oh, my God. Uh, so, K- Katie Keene, uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. It says it's a spinoff of Riverdale. It takes place five years after the events uh, in Riverdale. We love a flash forward. We'd uh, love to see it. It follows the professional and romantic lives of four Archie Comics characters, including fashion legends to be Katie Keene, singer-songwriter Josie McCoy, as they chase their dreams in New York City. The series will infuse music into the plot lines and follow the origins, trials, and tribulations of four struggling artists who are desperate to make it in the spotlight. Okay, cool. You just described our lives. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. And honestly, like, the show is amazing. Sam, did you know Katie Keene before Katie Keene came to be? No. As you know, I was a huge fan of the Betty and Veronica comics, and she was never any of those. So I did not know Katie Keene. Yeah, and as you know, as longtime listeners might know, I knew literally nothing. Brian uh, didn't know that Archie was based on a comic. Yeah, so if you've made it this far already, trust me, I've learned far more now. But it's kind of uh, cute because like, you're, you're in amazing hands, but it's kind of cool because... Katie Keene is good friends with Veronica Lodge from growing up in private school in New York City. Uh, yeah, like there's there's the tie-in, but they're also very different characters. And the pilot, it's automatically a very different universe, right? Oh, yeah. Riverdale is dark, it's murder, it's drugs. Uh, Katie Keene, it's cotton candy. Sparky. It's Miss Americana. And the Heartbreak Prince. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm sure there'll still be darkness there. But there are still you, some mysterious elements. Of course, but you're forgetting the most important part that recurs, like, in the first episode, at least. We got Molly's Crisis. Yes. Oh, For my those God. longtime listeners, and again, we'll stop talking about Riverdish after this episode, but that's, that's kind of why we're doing this, to transition for you guys. Uh, we're grateful if you're still listening to us as former listeners to have you on this journey. Uh, but you know how much we love this bar, Marie's Crisis, in New York City. It has shaped us. It has shaped our 20s. We have laughed, we've cried, we've loved, we've lost in that bar. And it really is our favorite place. Yeah. Sam met her boyfriend there. I did. Uh, Ryan met a lover there. It, m- many throughout many the years. Many there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we love it. And this bar plays a huge part of the Katie Keene universe, but yeah. it is known as Molly's Crisis in the show. I'll also share, too, that... A lot of the episodes that we recorded of Riverdish with guests, we'd often bring the guests to Marie's Crisis afterwards. Once Ryan and somebody else blacked out singing a song from Newsies at Marie's Crisis. By somebody, it was a cast member of Riverdale. Make, who make your guesses. <laughs> nameless. You could yeah. piece that together, but I didn't say it. No, we didn't say it. It's allegedly. That's how you like avoid law, I think. Anyway. That's an amazing part. We got musical numbers from the get-go. It's like, if you know me and Ryan, that's everything to us. So, I oh my God. I if I remember, it's been a while since we've seen the pilot. Ryan, um, they sing a Carly Rae Jepsen number. There's Carly Rae. It opens, though, with Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. New York, yes. Right? Yes. So, like, from second one, me and Ryan were, like, clutching our pearls, freaking out, wig snatched. We couldn't believe it. Yeah, there's a, a chorus line. Uh, and, and let's go through the cast yeah, here. Yeah, I was so we have to. Lucy Hale as Katie Keene. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, just this, like, doll face. Uh, like, we both love Pretty Little Liars, Obsessed, right? Obsessed, of course. Um, but to see her in this role, I think she just, like, really shines. She really shines. It's a star turn for her. She really just, like, is so bubbly and gorgeous and, like, you can't take your eyes off her. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, then we have Ashley Murray as Josie McCoy. 
who throughout watching Riverdale, we kept wanting uh, to see more of her. Yeah. Like, and this is her breakout. She really, you know, she moves to New York to make it, and this is when she really shines. Yeah. What do you think about Katie Keene being set five years after the events in Riverdale? And how I, do you think that will play out? You know, I think it makes sense because I think you're a very different person, you know, when you were 17, 18, and then when you're in your early 20s. So I think, like, we both were in New York when we were, you know, 22, 23. I think it was such a really crazy, like, interesting time. And I think that the fact that the Katie Keene characters are now that age is really special and it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, you know, that's something that really makes me excited about this show. And, uh, I, and I don't mean to down-talk Riverdale at all, but Riverdale's sort of famous for, obviously, the people on that show are not high school-aged, right? They're in their 20s and they're pretending to be high schoolers. Mm-hmm. This show is, you know, they're slightly older than they're probably playing, but it's the fresh energy of moving to a new city, being young adults, trying to make life work creatively. I think it just works better. It does it, work. It's and, more authentic. And it's not too dark, at least so far. Yeah, and it's, there's, there's less put on. Yes. You know what will be interesting, though? Since this is set forward five years, we know that there's going to be some Riverdale crossover episode. So we still have the current timeline of Riverdale season four, you know, in that high school age. So it's going to be interesting seeing how they put these new characters with an older Riverdale cast. Yeah. You know, Kevin Keller in old age makeup. Oh my God. It's like... What will he be doing? He'll be like trying to make it also, like probably like on a regional tour. Yeah. He's probably like an OnlyFans gay at ah! this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Him and Dorinda. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You'd sign up for both. Kevin Keller and Dorinda. <laughs> selling foot pics. Yeah, probably. But, like, what's Veronica Lodge doing, like, five years forward? Mm. Business school? She's at Wharton. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, married. No. I, I think know. she's at business school getting her MBA. She's going to, like, buy out Riverdale and, like, take over once and for all. She'll be the mayor. And, like, you know, that's it. Yeah. And I then, would like, like to see it, Doc Giff. I Me, too. Me, too. But then we got some other characters. We have two other people that are, like, the main principals in the friend group. Yeah, so we got Johnny uh, Beauchamp, mm-hmm. Beauchamp, Beauchamp. You know, he, this is like his first role. Yeah, and he's like, honestly, when Sam and I were first hearing about Katie Keene, and we discussed this on Riverdish, but the thing that really excited us is we're both big Broadway people, ah. obviously. In uh, his character, he plays Jorge and Ginger Lopez, uh, which will make more sense once you see the show. Uh, but he's an aspiring Broadway performer uh, who wants to take his drag career to the next level. Yes. So, like, that's uh, all of our interests wrapped in one. It really is. And we won't give anything away now, but seeing that first episode and seeing him go from audition to audition is really, like, did it tug at your heartstrings, Ryan? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like memories for Ripley Greer. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. PTSD? Uh, yeah, jarring. Yeah. But I think, uh, this, I think this kid's going to really emerge as like a superstar from the show and the part's so fun it's just fun to like have broadway involved so there's this logical level where it makes sense when they're singing oh yeah in the show it does yes uh we should also mention i guess we we talked about molly's crisis marie's crisis yes uh, marie's crisis is a show tune bar yes so it's a bar with a piano everyone goes in and sings uh, it seems to be and of course we've only seen one episode but Molly's Crisis is sort of their cheers. It's their cheers. 
we'll like we'll eat our words when we see the next <laughs> like the rest of the season and they but only it, go there once but it is the title of this podcast <laughs> yeah so, so we're stick with it fingers crossed that it plays a big role but it would honestly track if it was just gone forever and we like committed <laughs> yeah. to this it's like most most of our life uh, <laughs> But it was nice within the pilot, it makes sense because they go in there and have moments for musical numbers. Yeah. No, we love to see it. We love to see it. Yeah. And there's another uh, member of that squad. Um, yeah, Julia Chan as Pepper Smith. Yeah. This character is uh, interesting. She's kind of like an enigma. Yeah, wrapped in a riddle. Wrapped and in a cash. riddle. Cash. She's an it girl with a mysterious background who wants to own the next fashion empire. Mm-hmm. And she's British. Yeah, the show does so much fun stuff with, um, you know, Marie's crisis, Molly's crisis, uh, Katie Keene, spoiler, works at Lacey's, which mm-hmm. is based on Macy's. Um, so I'm, I'm just so excited to see what happens. Sam, do you think we should uh, watch the trailer here kind of live and, I and discuss as we go along? I think that's the best idea you've ever had so far in your life. I mean, it might be the only, but... I'm pulling it up here. Okay, I'm pouring Great. wine. Let's see what the ad. Oh, no ad. Oh, also, in oh case you're wondering, starting. Ryan and I are back. We're drinking, we're pounding wine. We're doing the podcast, and I, I really feel at home again. Oh, yeah, something's not changed. No, I really feel good. I feel I like. You hear it open. You hear it open. Twist off only. Twist off only. Twist we don't, off we don't are open great. Them. They're good. You know what? People shit on twist offs. To me, it's always better. It is better. Yeah. It is so hard to use a wine opener, and God forbid you, God forbid you give me a wine opener that doesn't have like the. The handle thing it's just like one of those like 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 swirl things with the thing and it looks like a wrench and you can't do it like a regular wine opener yeah but they're hard to use yeah. i mean sure for me twist offs are nice because it makes like i like i don't have to finish the whole bottle but we will anyway oh absolutely yeah. okay let's watch this okay Okay, so it opens with a shot of Lucy Hale like in a window. Yeah, it's very um like triangle shirt waist factory vibe. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I got you know what I got? I got like maybe far away. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the vibe I got. Yeah. Do you know about the triangle shirt waist factory? I think so. I always thought it'd be a good musical. It's when really? that building burned down. Yeah. It was like a sweatshop. Yeah, in like Greenwich Village. You know what I thought? You know I know it. Because somebody told me my old job and I like hated my life. Like they're like, it's like you're in the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire Factory. Cause remember we looked over like a sweatshop. Oh, that is right. So yeah. I used to imagine it burning. Oh. And I well, was that's like, that's dark. Like, yeah, well, that was my life. Triangle Shirtwaist Factory was always big at NYU, my, my alma mater, theater school. Shout out. <laughs> like, Ted. Give me money. Um, because I, it was the building that burned down is now an NYU building. That's right. Silver, the College of Arts and Science. Wow. So we'd always talk about it a lot. Like, it was a big thing. It was the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory and then the Astor Place Riots. Wow. Do you know about the Astor Place Riots? Uh, no. I think it's the only thing I learned at Tish. Tell me about it. It happened at Astor Place. Okay. And it was literally this British actor and this American actor who, like, both thought they were better at Shakespeare. Also, today's Brexit. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, it's pretty... The world's kind of dark. Anyway. Yeah, Brexit's happened. The impeachment's out the window. Coronavirus. Okay, wait, anyway. tell me about Astor Place. No, so they like these two guys, these two actors, like, literally were like, were like I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. Okay. Um, and then it, 
like turn into a riot <laughs> but like but like legit like hundreds of people like throwing things in the street oh my god and now it's an NYU dorm no, it was just sort of like one of those famed theater stories that for some reason we always talked about. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I love that. Okay. And then we have like... So... <laughs> and then we have baby Katie Key and her mom who probably died. Yeah. And I'm sure that like little girl got an under five. Yeah. Inspired by her favorite designers. She loves fashion. Make our own. That's we're looking at fashion windows. Giving very, um, like, Macy's window vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's sewing. She's sewing with a sewing machine. Kind of like Craig and Southern Charm and Bravo. Do you ever want to be a window dresser? Mm, do I want to be? Yeah, no. I but I, I used to always imagine, like, fucking with the mannequins. You know, like, going in and, like... I like the movie mannequin. Not like the movie mannequin, no. But, like, going and, like, changing the outfits and, like, being there and, like, everyone looking at the mannequin and you're like, huh, what's wrong with it? Oh, someone tinkered with it. No? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, let's watch more. <laughs> Okay, she's sewing an outfit. Oh, there's a hot shirtless guy. Oh, a hot shirtless guy. We forgot about him. He's like the wrestler, right? Wait, wait yes. Peter? Oh, there's a gorgeous red cape. Oh, oh. she's in laces. <laughs> Podcasts are famously a visual medium, so excuse this, but hopefully you'll watch with us. I'm sure you've seen the trailer. So she's now in laces. She looks uh, really she's happy. She's dressing somebody. She's like styling. She like loves fashion. She loves designing her own clothes, but she also works and she like works in like the styling department. Yeah. I feel like I'm ready to be Lacey's newest personal shopper. <gasps> oh my god, okay, pause, oh. pause. So she wants to be Lacey's like star personal shopper. This show kind of feels like it's dated like years ago but it's also like set in the modern world so it's interesting yeah like, five years in the future question yeah she's wearing like a cherry tie brooch which is like interesting but it works for her because yeah, she's hot very Katie, uh, uh, Katy Perry vibes she's so thin anyway um, we see a flash of Helena York yeah friend of the pod friend Not of the actually. pod <laughs> <laughs> hopefully in the future friendly goes to the pod and Helena actually we can tell you from the first episode is kind of her enemy which is really fun and really cool yeah it's a fun dynamic okay watching <gasps> Katie's hot oh Josie on the street. Wait, awesome! Oh, oh, what? Oh my god, that's wait. my street. Wait, are you serious? I literally live. Sorry, rewinding. <laughs> wait, I didn't realize. Wait, are you kidding? No, no, that's not my street. Oh, well, there was a street that, that was, looks like Ryan's <laughs> that street. That looks very similar. So we almost saw Ryan's street. I don't street. live near a bridge. Wait, also, pause it, pause it, pause it. Josie's hair is red. Play. <laughs> oh my god, we forgot. Okay, so now we're in their apartment. Josie Pepper, but Pepper's other name, Jorge, and, um... No, you're... Well, Pepper's another one. Pe what? Oh, oh, oh. Well, the drag queen, um... <laughs> Josie and Katie are now living together in an apartment. They're all... Which is another thing that I think really works with the show. Of course. Riverdale, you have kind of five plots going and, like, they never meet up. Here, it's like... You know what? I've never watched Friends. But this feels like Friends. Yeah. But better. Right? Yes. Because they, they all have a meeting place. Right. And you see them like go back to their apartment and like, they drink wine because they live together. So it makes sense. Yeah. They have like, Chinese food. They have Chinese food. Oh, I want Chinese food. Oh my God. They're in the city. They're romping around. Oh, Washington Square Park. They're in Washington Square Park. Oh, there's a hot oh, guy. There's that, a like, hot guy. Music producer. There's a hot music producer who gives Josie his number. Oh, now we're getting dramatic. <gasps> oh, Pepper. Pepper. 
Oh my god. Oh. Okay, so there okay, so we just saw the hot music producer and then we saw this hot girl that looks like him walk in with a gray streak, like Cruella Deville vibes, walking through. We can tell you right now, these are the kabots. Cabots. Cabots. <laughs> it's already started. If you remember well, I don't know how to pronounce anything correctly. So we have Alexander. Do you did you used to call it like kabot cheese? <laughs> so we okay, okay. So we have Alexander and Alexandra Kabot. Cabot. Um I gotta actually say though, I do remember them from the comics. I really do. Oh really? I, yes, they were in the comics because I remember like a Veronica Lodge storyline and like the Cabots were in like one of them, like because like they were always like another rich family. And in the show, they're both um, they work for this like record label. They're very rich, and I don't know what's gonna happen, but it looks juicy. Okay, play. They're drinking wine. Oh. <gasps> okay, we just freaked out because oh, so now <laughs> okay, we saw Broadway. <laughs> yeah, it immediately caught uh, cut to an audition. We don't. We're not gonna spoil the pilot here. No. Um, but it's very much um, meaning to echo a chorus line. Yes. Even that director is very like how princey. Yeah. I deserve this promotion, Katie. Okay, we see Lacey's, we see drama. Mary Beth Peel. Helena is working it, giving it, loving it. Cool. Front of the five, front of the five. Lucy Hell's gorgeous. Oh my god, they're sitting there drinking their eating food and talking about their dreams. I'm just pausing it for a minute to let everybody know this is a little somber. You know, coronavirus is happening, but so me and Ryan just talked about our dreams. Okay, play. <laughs> In a city of eight million. They're four of a kind. Can the creator Riverdale? The guy's really hot. Oh my god, they were on Coney Island. We were on Coney Island. We went to Coney Island? I went to Coney Island twice this summer. One, oh, one of them, I was in a huge fight with my boyfriend, yeah. and I was like, I texted Ryan for like an hour, like, I'm not going to go to Coney Island. I literally, yeah. I didn't I didn't even mean to be shady bringing that up. I forgot about that. Well, I and only forgot because there was a gorgeous pizza place that I was dying to go to, like, um, one subway stop away called Ellen B. Spumoni Gardens. So I was supposed to go to Coney Island with the pizza place, and then I got into a huge fight, and I was like, Ryan, I'm not going to Coney Island. An hour and a half later. I'm in Coney Island, and I went to the pizza place, and it was really nice, and I think that my dog's middle name when I get a dog in August 2020 is going to be Spumoni. Okay, play. Oh, that's cute. Thank you. Oh my god, we already got sex scenes. Okay, okay, gotta say, we watched another part of the trailer, and the nice thing about this flash forward five years is they're taking shots. Yes, they they're can drink drinking. They're drinking. They're drinking. It's illegal. We had Veronica Lodge, we had Betty, we had them all like drinking at a party like in the Pembroke. And it was yeah, shady. and it didn't really make sense. No, and now, like, they're drinking because they can. Yeah. Oh, my God. I drank so much when I was 22. <laughs> 22? Like, as if it... Ugh, they're dancing. But they're at Molly's Crisis. They're doing moves. They're wearing hot costumes. This trailer is, like, so feel-good, too. Everything for their <gasps> dreams. Okay. Anything for each other. That's in Molly's crisis. This is the greatest time of our lives. I mean, wow, wow, wow. I mean, it ends with like a slow motion shot of the four of them in gorgeous, gorgeous outfits walking to have a night out in the town. And I gotta say, nothing excites me more than this show. I'm very excited for it. Me too. I mean, it, the trailer's awesome, and like 
having seen that first episode, it holds up. And I can't wait for the rest of it. Yeah, and I, I can only imagine that we're going to get more crazy musical moments. We know there's going to be a musical episode. Yes. Uh, like, based on a Broadway musical. We don't know which one yet. No. Um, we know Riverdale's already headed, that. so I think this one's going to be, like, knowing that that, like, fits into their dark themes and knowing that, like, we can get, like, anything from this, because, like, the Katie Keene theme is, like, it's rainbow and the possibilities are endless. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We can get, like, what? Like, what's your dream musical for Katie Keene? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. If you could pick any musical. Jorge with who would probably be, you'd want to be the lead. Right, yeah. He's young. He's young. What could it be? contemporary music. Right. I mean, you could do Rent. Gossip Girl did. Rent, they're in New York. They could do Rent. Oh, you know what? I could see them doing Rent, honestly. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be so good. Wasn't it Gossip Girl that did Spring Awakening? Um, do they? I think every show, like in the early like two thousands, is Spring Awakening. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. Kind of, it would be something like that. It like, would be something like that, but I don't know if it would be that. Yeah. It'd be like Bear, <laughs> a pop rock opera. <laughs> Flashback. Flashback. Uh, but yeah, so they do like they do Hit List, ironically. Yeah. Uh, we're super excited though to have you guys on board, uh, and can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. So if you are a subscriber of Riverdish. Start subscribing to this one, Molly's Crisis, a Kid Keen recap podcast. We'll have a new feed very soon for this. Yeah. And we're so excited. Yeah, you can follow me at Ryan Bloomquist. Me, Sam Gold with two Ds, because Sam Gold was taken by somebody else. And uh, keep on listening. Here we go. Love you, Katie Keeners. <laughs>